is telling yourself you lost the race without even giving yourself the chance to run the course, which is very sad. This is the Hello 20s podcast. My name is Yan and I'm your host. I'm an online content creator trying to navigate life while in my 20s and sprinkling a little knowledge and wisdom here and there. Let's face it, we don't have it all figured out, but we can learn a little from each other along the way, and I'm so glad you guys are tuning in on today's podcast. Hi friends, welcome to this week's episode of Hello 20s. Today's episode topic is focused on self-sabotage. I think it's an interesting topic because I believe when it comes to self-sabotage, there are certain actions and clear signs that it is happening and then there are certain ones that are so subtle. It may not look like self-sabotage, but if you dig a little deeper, you will find that it is under the mask. So let's just get into what it is and why this happens. Self-sabotage, by definition, is the act and behavior of doing or not doing something that will get in the way of you accomplishing your goal and reaching success. It's quite funny when you think about it. It's like, why would like why in the world would you hijack your own success? Why and how could you get in your own way? Well, There is a multitude of reasons as to why this happens. Some actions you may be able to, or some actions are, you know, you're conscious and self-aware enough to recognize that it is happening. And then there are other times these actions happen subconsciously and you're just not aware of it. Um, And you're not aware that you're really getting in your own way. In Brianna Weiss's book, The Mountain Is You, which I have talked about in previous episode, she said something that I really liked, and it reframed my thoughts about self-sabotage. She said that self-sabotage is not a way we hurt ourselves, but a way we protect ourselves. So there are a list of reasons as to why one may self-sabotage their own success. Like I said before, some reasons are more apparent than others. Some may disguise themselves as something else, but at the end of the day, if you dig deep down, it's self-sabotage. And so I'll go over some items on the list of reasons as to why this happens on today's episode, but just keep in mind that there are even more reasons that are not going to be covered on this episode because we just don't have the time, but I'm going to cover some of the ones that are more apparent or more common that we may not realize. So the first one is low confidence and low self-esteem. You know, self-sabotage happens due to one's low or lack of confidence and self-esteem. Having confidence in yourself or having high self-esteem is believing in yourself, believing that you can get what you desire. You can do the hard work and you can overcome any challenges that are waiting ahead. And when you don't have that confidence or that high self-esteem in yourself, you're basically giving up without even giving yourself a chance. You don't believe you are capable or maybe you don't believe you are deserving. So you might have the dreams, but you lack the confidence to put action to back up those dreams. Having this lack of confidence is telling yourself you lost the race without even giving yourself the chance to run the course, which is very sad. You're giving up on yourself, and in life, 
you have to be your number one fan. You have to believe in yourself because that is the only way you can get anything in life is if you believe in yourself, if you believe you are capable of doing what it is that you have your mind set to do. So another, you know, pillar to this low confidence, low self-esteem is imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is the feeling of not being qualified or capable of a job or a task. It's having self-doubt and thinking that people will soon find out you are a fraud. You don't know what you are doing or talking about, which will lead you down the path and you begin to question what's the point of doing it all when you're no expert or quote unquote you don't think you're an expert and you start to spiral down those thoughts which leads you down the road of self-sabotage. Low confidence, low self-esteem is a very big part of self-sabotage and I think this is something that is very hard to admit. The next one is resistance to change. Sometimes the reason why we might self-sabotage is because we are resistant to change. As humans, a majority of us are habitual creatures. We enjoy what is familiar and stay where it feels comfortable. Now, being comfortable and being in a place where you feel comfortable is not always a bad thing, but sometimes you outgrow it. And when you outgrow something, it means you want a change and you want to have something that is different, right? And it doesn't matter if it is a good change or a bad change. If we are uncomfortable in the state of change, we will do anything to stay where we are, where it feels comfortable. So you will do anything to keep yourself where you are, which is why it's so important to be self-aware of this Um, And there's a reason why it's called growing pains. If you feel like you have outgrown your environment and you want to change, but you are so resistant to the process of change, then you will do anything to stay where you are, whether you realize it or not. Another reason why self-sabotage may happen is because it gives us a sense of control. The sense that if you didn't do anything or make any changes, you know what the outcome is going to be. You'll end up where you are right now. Therefore, in control and you know what the outcome is. And so with that, you are able to give the excuse of, you know, hey, I know if I could, I would succeed, but I don't want to do that right now. But if you throw away that excuse and let go of control... The truth under it all is that if you try, if you do all the work, there is still a chance that you might not succeed. There is still a chance for failure to happen. And your need for control is not going to let yourself do the work and still have the chance of failure to happen. So you rather not do the work and fail because you have control over not doing the work and therefore you have control of the outcome, which is failing, which is most likely going to happen versus taking the chance of doing the work and, you know, being up in the air. Maybe it's going to work out, maybe it's not. And so that makes you anxious because your need for control would rather choose not to do something and know exactly what the outcome is going to be. Then we have boredom. 
Boredom, funny enough, can also be the reason why some may self-sabotage. One example would be in your relationships. If you are familiar with chaos in any of your relationships, then you are going to push buttons when times are peaceful, which will cause unnecessary problems that will then lead you to feel and be in an environment that you are familiar in. And remember what I said earlier, people like being in familiar situations? Well, because it feels comfortable, even if that situation may not be good or healthy for you, you prefer to be in it. So perhaps being in a healthy, peaceful relationship does not feel comfortable for what you're used to, you will start to do things. You will start to maybe pick fights and, you know, start arguments and push someone's button so that you can feel something, right? Because that is what you are used to. Next, we have fear or guilt of success. The fear or guilt of success may be the root of self-sabotage for some people. Many people dream of being successful in their life, maybe in their career, their personal life, their relationships. There's many avenues to be successful in. And even though there is this desire to feel accomplished, there may also be this subconscious fear or guilt of success. The fear that if it does happen, you may not be able to handle the amount of success that is there or another example is that there is this fear that if you succeed you might lose some people in your current life and it could be due to jealousy or because you have outgrown some people as you are working your way up or perhaps neglecting relationships due to time restraint. Again, many reasons and valid fears You may have guilt, feeling not worthy of deserving it, the guilt of knowing you will have to sacrifice time with people who are important in your life, which would take a toll on those relationships. So like I said, those are all valid fears. Because of those fears and guilt you have, you begin to protect yourself by not doing what you want to do in order to prevent the outcomes of your fears. I have definitely had my share of self-sabotaging in terms of reaching goals I've had wanted to achieve. When the thought was first introduced to me, I was a little taken aback. <laughs> like, why would I want to sabotage my own success when this is what I have wanted for years, right? But as time went on and I became aware of certain habits, behaviors, and excuses I was doing and using as explanations for why I can't do something, I begin to realize like, wait, I actually may be self-sabotaging myself and my own success because of fears that I was not aware of. And that was the fear of actually success, which is ironic, right? I was scared of what I want. And that is actually the case for a lot of people. Now, to be more precise, I I don't think it's just reaching success that I was scared of. I believe it's the thought of what is to come when I have reached success that really actually scared me. It's a new level in life, new challenges, and I guess it was the fear of not being ready or capable of handling those new obstacles. 
It's the fear of finally getting what you want and realizing your new problems are more overwhelming than what you could have imagined. Then you're stuck in this situation and wondering, why did I even wish for this? right? So I think my self-sabotaging behaviors were in place to hold me down so I wouldn't reach the success I had wanted. So I wouldn't have these new problems to deal with and I would stay in a familiar environment that I'm used to, familiar problems I knew how to solve. And self-sabotage is a strategy our brain uses to protect ourselves. Of course, I wasn't consciously hijacking my plans. They were all disguised in forms of procrastination, tiredness, excuses, and mistakenly being busy for being productive. So now that we have talked about why self-sabotage happens, let's get into different ways it may show up. The first two are perfection and procrastination. I've talked about these two in episode 77, which is about procrastination, perfection, and perfection paralysis, but I'll quickly touch on it um, again here on this episode, which is just having this perfection mindset. It really holds you back. You have things planned out, and if something goes wrong or not how you had envisioned it, it can really throw you off. If this happens and you have the perfection mindset, you start to come undone. You may start to feel ashamed because of the step backs and delays. With procrastination, it is the culprit we know all too well. You know, putting things off either because there is something that we fear and holding ourselves back or it hides itself in ways such as never prioritizing. It's always choosing to do lots of easy tasks over that one big task. Now, getting the easy things done first on your to-do list so that you can focus on bigger tasks is definitely a good strategy because later you can truly focus on what that one thing is that you need to get done. But if you are constantly choosing the little tasks over the big tasks you are trying to avoid, then you are not prioritizing. What is that thing that people say? Like, you have to eat the frog first. Like, you have to do the hard thing first. You have to do what it is you actually need to do first and not the little things. And not the little things that may be distracting you from the frog. Finding other things to do instead of what you need to do. Having excuses as to why you should do something else first. When you are procrastinating, your brain is really good at coming up with excuses. When we want to put things off, it signals to our brain, okay, that is something we can deal with later. So right now we can feel safe. Right now we don't need to worry about our fears. Another way that self-sabotage may disguise itself is that you may begin to feel sleepy or tired when it comes time to do the work. Your excuse may be, I've had a long day, I've done so much stuff already, I don't have the time or energy for this. So you want to take a nap or sleep to get comfortable and to be at ease. This is your brain trying to protect you from the discomfort and resistance it feels from the tasks that you need to do. Next we have escapism. Escapism can come in forms of running away from what you need to do. This can be figuratively and even physically, right? For example, if you decide to move or go somewhere else physically for a bit, you are diverting your attention from the root of the problem that you are running away from. Because you have moved, your attention needs to be focused on moving furniture, making plans, making arrangements. You get the idea, right? New problems masking the root problem. 
However, you can only run away for so long before things slowly catch up to you again. That's why they say you can't run away from your problems. You know, escapism can also be scrolling on your phone to avoid doing the work, escaping your reality and watching others live their reality digitally. There's also self-medication and recreational drugs, which some people may turn to as well in forms of escapism. Essentially, escapism is a way your body and mind copes because you want to be successful, but you don't believe you can, and it's just an ongoing battle within. Escapism helps numb all of that. It feels easier to choose to escape from your reality than it is to do the work in order to get out of that reality. All right, the next is the all or nothing attitude. We all know that progress takes time and there can be step backs. It's that one foot forward, two step back dance that we will do, you know, when we are trying to get out of something or trying to do something that is new to us. When we don't give ourselves grace and have this all or nothing attitude, it can be really easy to throw in the towel when it feels like we have regressed instead of progressing on the habits we are trying to build out, the goals that we are trying to strive for, and the relationships that we are building. The last one I am going to touch on is that you get creative with fake scenarios. Like I said before, when there is resistance Your brain is really good at making excuses to get you out of that discomfort feeling. On top of that, the brain is really good at creating problems when there weren't problems to begin with. These problems that your brain had come up with will soon be the excuses and confirmation bias your brain is looking for to back up why you should stay where you are. So now that we have covered what is self-sabotage, why it happens, and the ways that it may show up, let's get to how we can overcome all of this. Some questions that I think are beneficial to ask yourself are the following. One, what do I believe I am deserving of? This allows you to explore your self-esteem and where it is at right now. The second is why do I allow myself to hold myself back? This will explore the fears behind what you are experiencing. Three, what are the results I fear and why am I scared of them? This digs deeper into the fears that you may have stated in the previous question and the outcomes you may be scared of experiencing. Question four is are there certain things that tend to trigger unwanted patterns or thoughts and behaviors. Triggers are interesting because it can be, you know, certain environments. It can be certain words, phrases, pictures, or a person. Whatever the trigger is, it's strong enough to deter you from what it is that you desire. Triggers are strong. So acknowledging and recognizing these triggers help us plan how to work around them and through them when we encounter them. To overcome self-sabotage, rather having this all-or-nothing mindset, accept the daily progress. Breaking out of old patterns is a very hard task to do, and it takes a lot of willpower, it takes a lot of strength, it takes a lot of forgiveness of yourself. So giving yourself grace when you take a step back is very important. We all have days where we may relapse, where we may, you know regress in our progress but what is important is we try again and we keep putting our best foot forward moving on don't overlook the incremental improvement over time 
If you are having a hard time getting yourself to physically do something, try to do it for 5 or 10 minutes without distraction. Most of the time, it's starting that takes up the most energy out of us and it's hard to start, right? It's like this big boost of energy that we need to really put in to get ourselves started. But if you can do something for just 10 minutes, you start to be in this flow state and the resistance you had before starts to break down. It gets easier to continue what it is you are really working on. And finally, you may not like this answer. I don't like it either, but ending self-sabotage does not have a simple straight shot formula that is going to cure it. There are tools, systems, strategies, tactics you can implement to help overcome self-sabotage, but I truly believe finding the root cause or fear that you may be unconscious of is really the start of breaking the patterns and cycles that are deeply ingrained. And this requires you to be self-aware and to have that introspection, to look within and to get honest with yourself write it out or say out loud what it is that you want to do then what it is that you are so resistant to do to get the job done when we write this out we visually can see what the problem is when we say it out loud we hear it with our ears we begin to use our senses to understand the situation and it allows us to understand our blockage better When we become aware of patterns, we are just quicker to recognize behaviors in action, thus allowing us a brief moment to validate our fears and remind our brain that we are safe to venture out of our comfort zone because discomfort does not always necessarily mean it's bad, but that it's new and the more we expose ourselves to it, the more we will get familiar with how it feels. For some people, finding the root cause may take them only a few hours to dig deep on, while others may take a span of days, months, even years. And all I just have to say for that is that it's okay. You don't have to get it right away. It's Sometimes it's so deeply ingrained in us that it takes us a while to first find it, then acknowledge it, and then figure out ways to overcome it. So that is self-sabotage in a nutshell. You know, there is a difference between cannot do something and not willing to do something. Action needs to be taken to create momentum and create motivation. Motivation that comes from sitting around and thinking or planning out what you want to do is not as strong as the motivation that comes from actions. Because our energy is so limited, we need to prioritize what gets our attention. If the future and fears are what gets most of our energy, then we won't have enough left for what is right now and what it is that we need to do for ourselves. Self-sabotage is not wanting to be in the state of discomfort, but this discomfort can be your friend. And it is telling you that there is more out there The only question is if you are willing to work through the discomfort and to get out of your own way. Thank you guys so much for listening on today's episode. If you like it and know someone who may need to hear this, please share it with them. I would really appreciate that. If you share it on your socials, please tag me so I am notified and I can thank you personally. And if you have the time, I would appreciate you leaving a review. Thank you guys so much again for listening. I will talk to you guys in my next episode. Bye. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Hello 20s. Let's get connected and continue our conversation over on social media. The links are in the show notes, so you're only one click away. I hope to see you there and I'll talk to you guys in my next episode.